0: Hello, Detroit. You've won my heart. Your Renaissance and waterfronts give you a flair of your own. Irresistible you, hug and kissable you. You're. Hello, Detroit, and happy holidays. Welcome to Say It Loud, the podcast. It is a pleasure and honor to have you join me today for this absolutely wonderful episode with Mrs. Denise Fair razzo She is the Chief Public Health Officer for the Detroit Health Department. Mrs. Razzo directs public health strategies toward protecting the health and well-being of residents, including vulnerable populations like seniors, and the homeless from communicable diseases and health threats like COVID-19. She leads a team of more than 250 health experts who also support the economic viability of the city by offering health guidance for safe operation of businesses, churches, and educational institutions throughout Detroit. Denise is also a graduate of the University of Michigan. Go Blue. How are you today?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Marvin. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you and and your team. I truly appreciate all that you have, uh, uh, we've had to do to coordinate this and get this going. Uh, Before I get started, I just want to ask you, are you a football fan? Because uh, your Maize and Blue, they're doing pretty well right now.
1: I'm trying to get tickets to Miami. So okay. if, if that just gives any indication of how big of a football fan I am, there you go. <laughs> I,
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So first of all, I'd like to congratulate you on your recent nuptials. Thank you so much. Uh, so being a newlywed, uh, I am certain that get togethers are a topic of discussion. Uh, my wife and I have been debating this as well. Uh, our family is both vaccinated and unvaccinated. We have a blended family that includes children in elementary school all the way to college. And several of our kids have already uh, contracted COVID prior to the vaccine being available to them. Uh, The illness for each of them has ranged from asymptomatic to sick as a dog, but not hospital sick. Uh, I recently watched a video with you and Mayor Duggan and and there was one other doctor available right before Thanksgiving talking about this issue as well. But I really wanted to hear, uh, I heard him speak and there was a list that was on the video, but I would really like to hear your honest opinion about, this is a touchy topic. You know, in our family, we really debated long and hard about this. Uh, How do you have that discussion? What do you suggest... When you're getting them together and how do you handle them saying knowing that some are vaccinated and some are not
1: so that is such a great question and i dealt with that too because my family is pretty large in fact every year for the last 75 years literally we have had a family reunion around thanksgiving and this year for the second year in a row we decided to have a virtual celebration Um, And I know many of us wanted to get together. We really want to hug each other and spend that quality time, but we want to keep our family safe. And so it is so important around the holidays to, um. Have the conversation about uh, safety protocols that we already know, like washing our hands, practicing social distancing. But we do know that families are going to get together. They are going to celebrate. So here are just a few recommendations that I have. Um. One is to avoid large gatherings. And I know that's pretty difficult because we do want to go to the holiday parties. We want to go to the festivals, but it's really important to avoid those large gatherings. If you can't, then just wear a mask and separate yourself from other people because you don't know if the person next to you is vaccinated or not. A second thing that you can do is to test before you go, no more than 72 hours in advance. So if you are going to go to a family gathering, um, come to any one of our Detroit Health Department sites, such as the Joseph Walker Williams Rec Center, and you can get a test for free. We're not gonna ask you to give us a, a, a check or cash. We will give you a free test so that you know whether you have COVID or not before you go. I talked about wearing a mask, which is still very important, whether you are vaccinated or not, Um, but also washing your hands. We have known that we need to wash our hands from from the beginning of time, but yet people still forget to do that. Um, That is a very uh, helpful public health practice to keep yourself safe. And we know these strategies will keep everyone protected.
0: I really love that. Thank you. So as uh, my wife and I were talking, uh, we mentioned uh, the, the testing. And we were really nervous about how do you ask, you know, to say that, cause you want to make sure everyone is safe. And so we, we decided not to this, this year so soon. And early on, we had uh, a, a get together. I have a sunny place, football. And so we had the out, we had it outside and it was actually really, really nice. It was cool. We had a big tent. We, um, uh, had the projector out and everything, so it was really, really cool. I think you know part of what you're mentioning is we have to be creative and innovative about uh, how we uh, celebrate with family and because we want to see them next year too. It's not just about this year and and I, I as I'm having this discussion i'm i'm I was trying to gain some context for a time in our life when maybe we had this large of a, a, an issue. And so as I started to do, uh, some research, um, the city of Detroit during the eighties had uh, a crack epidemic and the crack ep- epidemic, as far as emergency room, uh, numbers at its highest in a year was about 3000. As I looked at the, um, the website for the city of Detroit, what you have, that number is blown way out of the water with COVID emergency ER beds uh, in just the city of Detroit, not, you know, Metro Detroit, but just the city of Detroit. So we know that the severity, how important it is to stay safe, Um, but it's just a a weird narrative that's going around in the community. I don't know how else we can find ways to mitigate that, but the, the question I have, I'm sorry to go in a circle with that, but the circle I have are, what are the benefits of having the vaccine booster and the booster and a flu shot, if at all? Is there one?
1: Uh, yes, absolutely. There's actually multiple benefits. But before I um, answer that question, I do want to comment um, regarding what we're seeing. We look at the numbers. The numbers are um, alarming. In fact, in the last about 21 months or so, 73,000 Detroiters have been impacted by COVID-19, and every day, about 400 new Detroiters are getting COVID, and that's that's not okay. And we are doing our part at the health department to make sure. That everyone has access to testing and also this life saving vaccine. In addition, um, it's unfortunate that 2,549 Detroiters have died due to COVID. And we don't want anyone else to die from COVID. And we know there are several opportunities for Detroiters to get educated so that they can make an informed decision about uh, getting tested and getting. The life-saving vaccine. So there are multiple benefits, and I am encouraging all Detroiters who are eligible to get the vaccine. Now that includes children as young as five years old, um, and they can also get their booster if they are due. But they also need to get their flu vaccine. We know um, this is the middle of flu uh, flu season, and it's so important. You can go to the Detroit Health Department to get your vaccine, or you can go to a local pharmacy or your local uh, local doctor's office. Now, the reason for this is the more people that get vaccinated, the safer we will all be. We're trying to get to 70% community immunity, which means that 70% of all almost 700,000 Detroiters will have been vaccinated. Now, we are not there yet. We are right around 44%, and so we have a long way to go before we get to that 70%. Now, there are a lot of questions regarding the new variants of COVID, so that includes Delta, as well as the new vaccine, or excuse me, the new variant, uh, Omicron. Um, and we are still learning so much about uh, the variant, but we know that vaccines remain the best tool that we have to fight against COVID. Now, Flu season, as I mentioned, flu season is here, the holidays are here, and people want to gather with their loved ones to celebrate. And we want everyone to be safe and and healthy as we enter into 2022. Uh, But the best way to do that is for everyone who is able to get vaccinated right now and get the booster. So the booster is going to give you that extra boost. Uh, to protect you from uh, COVID. Now, there are multiple ways that Detroiters can get access to the vaccine. They can go on our website to see all the different locations. And our website is DetroitMI.gov health. They can call us to schedule an appointment, 313-230-0505. Um, they can go to our Facebook page to get information. Um, you know, I just really want Detroiters to make an informed decision on the best decision for themselves.
0: You're absolutely right. With all of those great resources, I'm so glad you mentioned the website and uh, the phone number. Uh, as I watched uh, Mayor Duggan uh, right before Thanksgiving, he mentioned that the booster, uh, if you got the the he and he had a chart. So the the chart said that uh, with the the first uh, vaccine, you were at 95, 96 percent safe, and then after a certain amount of time, that that number goes down some and then it goes down a little bit more after that, but the booster takes you back up to that, that 95 percentile, and that's really, really important for uh, us to uh, to stay safe, especially with these extremely uh, contagious variants that we have going on right now. Um, so I, I really do appreciate the, you sharing that. And and so part of my uh, next question deals with our, our young children, because I believe that a lot of uh, our kids have had a lot of challenges all the way up until this point. In uh, in addition to uh, COVID, you know, there's a lot of learning loss. Um, and earlier I spoke with Joshua Edmonds, uh, who's the director of uh, digital inclusion, uh, about the digital divide in the city of Detroit. Uh, there are many students in the districts in the city that lost a caregiver or two. And then there are families that had to relocate. So schools, this has drastically affected student enrollment in many of the schools. And so, with all of these challenges going on, I wanted to know how is the health, uh, Detroit's health department working with uh, Detroit public schools uh, and their the charters uh, as it relates to COVID-19.
1: So every day, uh, my team is communicating constantly with all the schools across the city, whether it's DPSCD or charter schools or private schools, um, because children are our future, right? And so we we really can't forget them. And they have been hard hit over these last um, almost two years. So we are communicating with them on a regular basis. We speak to their principals and their administrators on how to best mitigate the spread of COVID-19. We provide guidance on quarantine, uh, isolation, vaccination testing, and also closures. And there have been many closures, especially in the last couple of weeks, because we know that when people move indoors, um, COVID just spreads rampantly. So we're not outdoors as much as we used to be. But we are constantly reevaluating based upon the shifts Um, that that we're seeing, and also the recommendations from the state of Michigan. We have provided vaccination clinics right in the schools. So we're meeting people right where they are, and we're providing them with uh, educational events, resources, and also health communication support. Um, We just launched about a month ago, um, when the federal government determined and also the cdc and the state determined that pediatric vaccinations can now be made accessible for those aged 5 to 11 um, we uh, we uh, initiated two pediatric uh, clinics at our health department located on 100 mac in midtown and also the northwest activity center and we have saturday hours we have uh, hours like before school or after school so that parents can bring their children in to get vaccinated and it's actually it's not in one of those sterile exam rooms. Um, it's in a kind of family-friendly environment because we know children can get a little bit scared um, or intimidated uh, about getting a shot. Delts too, including myself. I don't think anyone is a fan of needles, um, so we do want to make sure it's in a very safe environment. Um, I also want to point out that um, charter schools may um, have a kind of a tailored approach to achieve public health goals. And so we, um, we're we also providing one-on-one support for charter schools as well. And this speaks to the importance of equity throughout the health department. So we're definitely doing our part.
0: The pandemic has also caused quite a few other changes and challenges for Michiganders. Um, my question about, um, has there been an uptick with mental health issues?
1: There has. In fact, we know just by looking at our data, there has been an uptick in opioid overdoses, uh, homicides, domestic disputes, mental health emergencies, including suicides, and also violent crimes. And that's just in the last couple of years. But our team responded. Specifically, the behavioral health team at the health department. Um, we partnered with other mental health organizations such as DWIN. We also partnered with public safety and faith and community based organizations to implement a training series to raise awareness and also build skills in order to intervene. Um, and I'm really, really proud of my team who really uh, stepped up and really provided leadership in this particular area. And so our focus with training is to provide first responders and public health workers skills so that they can render immediate short-term help to individuals experiencing distress. And this is so important, um, especially in in our community. We provide uh, awareness training to adult foster care facilities, long-term care facilities, shelters, nursing homes, and we provide them like sensitivity training um, because these workers need to understand warning signs, warning signs of mental illness and also trauma. And we've all experienced trauma, especially in the last couple of years. And so, um, we, you know, we've also partnered with Detroit Rescue Ministries Christian Center, and we provided training specifically for them and their residential uh, population. But one of the things that we do, not only do we provide training for immediate uh, response, but we provide train-the-trainer presentations Um, that promote active listening skills to address the pandemic fatigue. I know we're all experiencing the pandemic fatigue. In fact, if you had told me that we would still be talking about the pandemic, 21 months later, I would have told you that you were lying. So we we are still here and we're talking about this, this public health issue. So that's what we're doing for mental health.
0: I'm so glad that you all are doing some wonderful things. What initiative or project Are you and your office most excited about?
1: So that's a really hard question. Uh, There are so many programs within the Detroit Health Department and we just want to do our part and we want to uh, provide equitable access to health care so that every Detroiter has everything they need to live a healthy lifestyle. So we're gonna just focus on all of our programs. Um, And that includes our sister friends program, our I Decide clinic, um, our HIV STI program, all of our children's services, such as uh, children's special healthcare services, our lead program, there's so many. And we're gonna just keep doing what we need to do. Now I'll tell you that throughout the pandemic, many of our staff had to stop what they were doing in order to pivot and support COVID-19. And so many of our programs had to shift to virtual and we just had to adjust, but we didn't stop. Um, We met Detroiters right where they were and we continue to provide support to all Detroiters. So at this point, again, we're just figuring out where we need to be for, for 2022. What I really want is for Detroiters to come directly to the health department for all of their health care needs. And if anyone has any questions about the health care services that they are currently um, receiving, uh, if they have questions about any of our programs, feel free to give us a call. We want to talk to you. If you have questions about COVID-19, we have nurses standing by. So give us a call, 313 313- 230 to schedule an appointment. Or if you want to talk to a nurse, 313-876-4000. So it was so wonderful speaking to you. And, and I hope that your listeners will take the time to get their vaccine because we want to get back to normal. We are We're really tired of this pandemic, but the choice is really up to you. The choice is up to all of your listeners to do their part to get vaccinated, to keep our community safe.
0: Thank you so much for a wonderful, wonderful note today. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and say again, uh, for the listeners, uh, happy holidays to you all. Uh, This has been an absolutely wonderful experience. Uh, You have my absolute support. I will definitely uh, be singing the praises of the health department. Uh, And I will also say before I let you go, I also got my, my wife and I got our vaccines at the TCF. I believe they just changed their name. Uh, and the, the process was absolutely amazing. It was flawless. And I, you know, full transparency. I was not so sure it was going to go so smoothly. But I I heard that it was it went smoothly. And then uh, when we went down, it was amazing. So you all are doing a wonderful job. Keep doing it. And um, thank you. God bless and good night.
1: Thank you.